0: We are very excited about today's call, but before we begin, we have Jesse Ledoux with our product feature of the week. So, Jesse, tell us what you got with, for us.
1: Hey, Stephen. This week we are featuring the Sherry Jesse Organizing Makeup Bag. I love it. It's a tri fold makeup bag, so it can ultimately fit pretty flat in any suitcase or purse, et cetera. It secures and it has the best little compartments for all of your nooks and crannies in your makeup. Uh, Bag that usually I just toss into one big bag this organizes it really nicely keeps your brushes healthy clean In shape longer and keeps all your products at the ready.
0: Okay, so This is probably just me being a guy but with a big makeup bag I mean it's I always viewed it as primarily for travel But do you work out of your makeup bag on a daily basis like each morning? I mean is that a thing?
1: Uh, well, I I don't. I have some acrylic containers that look pretty on my desktop, but um, I do have several different versions of my makeup bag. When I'm at the gym, I have a makeup bag there with a lot of duplicates and travel sizes, or if I am traveling, or pageant day particularly, everything does go in a more concise easily accessible makeup bag like this because like I said, there's compartments. So all of my face products will be in one compartment. My eye products will be in another. My brushes will all be separate. So it's just easier to access in a pinch.
0: And for maybe a girl that's a complete novice, what would you say is the number one value of having a well-organized makeup bag and specifically as it relates to pageantry?
1: Yeah, there are two things. The first is time because I, like I said, I had, I used to have this big bucket type makeup bag that I would unzip it and everything was just there. And I would spend so much time digging through trying to find the one item. And it was of course where I had looked 45 times and finally in the 46th time I'll find it. So time is the first and second is just the longevity of your products. If everything's in one place and it's all just jostling together, I find a lot of my powders will break more often. I'll find my brushes will lose their shape or just get caked in with product. Uh, So I think time and longevity of product.
0: Oh, that's really good. Okay. So um, what did you like about this bag, um, especially versus what you just described?
1: Yeah. So like I said, it's a trifold bag, so it can kind of fit pretty flat and it secures. And then there's little mesh pockets you can still see through everything and it zips. So you're not going to, like, even if you have it in a backpack and the backpack gets thrown all over the place, everything's still going to be where you put it. And I like that the material is pretty easily cleaned. So even if something does break um, or shatter, you're able to really get get the materials, like, back where they started.
0: Okay. So where can they find this bag? How much does it cost? And, uh, yeah, just the details of it.
1: Yeah, you can find it at shop.thepageantplanet.com, and it is only $29.95, and again, it can be washed and reused forever. It's really beautifully made. It secures on the outside, um, and free shipping and free returns.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome everyone to another episode today, Jesse, Ledoux and myself, we are going to be discussing our top five favorite makeup tips. So Jesse set the stage for us.
1: So whether you're a novice pageant contestant or you've been wearing makeup your entire life, sometimes you just need a reminder of what particular steps in the makeup process or the beauty process just take a little bit more time, energy, focus, or should get some extra focus than some of the other steps. And it's easy to get overwhelmed with pageant prep because you have so much going on. But this is just a nice, kind, gentle reinforcement of where you should be focusing your energy when it comes to getting ready.
0: Okay, so what's your very first favorite Uh, makeup tip.
1: Yeah, so this is a makeup tip that I really didn't grasp until the, the third quarter of my pageant experience. It was something that I would skip all the time and then I would see myself in photos next to someone who didn't skip this step and I would curse them in my sleep Um, No, I didn't, of course. But I was super jelly about how great they looked. Um, But anyway, these are false lashes. And even still, when I have a special night out, even though I am retired from the pageant game, when I'm on a night out, I will put on false lashes because they make me feel more glam, a little bit more elevated in my beauty look. Um, So... There's a reason why eyelash extensions business has exploded bright and bold lashes. They open your eyes. They create a more defined lash line. I am clearly not wearing them today. Uh, I should have done one and not the other to just show, but for next time, maybe I'll be so,
0: be so distracting,
1: Oh <laughs> my but it really, like I said, it allows you to stand out both in person and appearances on stage because those harsh stage lights will make your eyes look smaller um, and also in pictures. So right. that's my, that's my soapbox of lashes.
0: Renata, that's her one non-negotiable. She's mm-hmm. just like, I've got to get my lashes done. And I mean, she's got a few, I tell her, I'm like, you, you've got the amount of people that work on your body. It's like equivalent to like the amount of people that work with pageant, plan, staff. But <laughs> I'm learning more now than ever, now that I'm married that, I mean, all the things that women go through to keep mm-hmm. up and um, just to look the way that they want to look and she gets so many compliments on her lashes and she gets mm-hmm. them done and refilled. I think it's biweekly or three times. No, it's every three weeks she gets them redone and that's just a non-negotiable. And I can really notice the difference. Um, oh, for if, sure. Like if she goes four or five weeks I and mean, the things are falling out or whatever, so she's got to go put it back in. And every time I see a lash <laughs> drop, I'm like, well, there goes five bucks. Um, because they. Um, but it, it really does add to the, the overall look. So I agree.
1: Yeah, and I will say, so if you are hot and heavy in your pageant career right now, and you're using lashes all the time, and you're doing full face makeup, I will say trial and error with lash extensions versus glue-on strip lashes, because I will say with the lash extensions, like you said, Stephen, they do tend to fall out, so if you're doing full makeup and you're scrubbing your face at the end of the day, that can be kind of harsh on them, so you might have... Uh, you might have a shorter refill window where you need to get them done more often. They don't do well with heavy makeup around it. So, that might be a situation where you might want to use strip lashes versus lash extensions. I think lash extensions are great for more day to day where you're not um, doing the whole, like, the full Monty.
0: Yeah. Just not two cents on it. But the challenge is with if you have the eyelash extensions, like when you're washing, you have to, you just, you're mm-hmm. not able to put your head underneath the shower. You have to take it and kind of, <laughs> Go I love around. that you know. This is so awesome. <laughs> well, you do. You got to go around the. You, you got to go so around funny. the eyes. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. So it's and you know, and I know this by observing, obviously Renata, and when she's in the pool, it's not like she could just dive in. And she's totally. got to go in, pageant pretty like her when we go to an ocean. Something's <laughs> like, nope, yeah. nope. Got my lashes in. Not not going, not going yeah. under. <laughs> I'll float. Not going under. These things are not going under. So, which uh, I, it's been an edu- ongoing educational experience. However, th- when she gets it done, it, it just, it does look night and day difference Because yeah, when we definitely. first started dating, she didn't do it them, And I can remember when she first came home, it was, it really added and um, enhanced the beauty that she already had, mm-hmm. which I didn't yeah. think was possible. So, <laughs> see what I do there? Um, okay, so certain um, brands that you recommend for lashes...
1: Yeah, well, fortunately for everyone listening and watching, um, I have done all the work for you. I've done all the research behind lashes. I have sites like eBay, Wish, Amazon, um, and they all, not lash, lashes are not created equal, so I will say that. You can get your bulk lashes. You're like a dollar a lash which is crazy um, but i've also invested in high quality cruelty free foaming lashes that are probably like forty dollars a pair but you can get up to 25 uses out of them with proper care of course the higher quality the, lo- the longer they last the longer they keep their shape the better they look the more voluminous they are but the discount ones work okay if you know how to manipulate them so if you're a beginner i should say you definitely will want to invest because they're easy to easier to work with longer time period, just overall a better investment.
0: Yeah. And a bit of a plug. I mean, mink lashes are really expensive. However, mm-hmm. we gave a set to all of our box subscribers. Yeah. So I mean, you said retail is about 40 bucks. Everyone, mm-hmm. I think it was two months ago got mink lashes. So That's awesome. I mean, in our boxes, our subscription boxes are only $29 and you can find it by going to the com backslash box. Okay. So um, we also, I think we also have lashes on our shop. Is that true? Yeah,
1: we have a pair. Um, well, we have four different pairs from Rain Cosmetics. Um, and they are very affordable. They, I think they're 12 or 13 a pair and they have four different styles. So one really natural and then all the way up to very, very bold. But again, Trial and error. Find the lash that works best for you. I know that mine works best with the tapered inside because I have smaller eyes, so I don't want it to overwhelm me. But play with different styles. Play with different looks, different glues, etc. See what works best for you because it is a game changer when it comes to your look.
0: Okay, great. So that's your first tip. What's your second mm-hmm. favorite makeup tip?
1: okay, this is done like before anything happens and these are face masks. I never really understood the value of face masks until I got to adulthood and then I cared about skincare and you should totally care about skincare well before you reach your mid-20s because that's when it really matters. Um, so face masks, like I am like obsessed um, with masks and I have several like in my repertoire that have different purposes. Um, so it's important to first identify your skin type. I am dry combination dry so I have like regular skin normal skin but then like in my t-zone here I get kind of dry etc. Steven, do you know what your skin is?
0: I would say I'm the same I always thought I was normal to oily like when I'm just doing the things but after shower during the winter I do get dry in my mm-hmm. t-zone you just said
1: Yep. So I have a couple of different ones. So I have a charcoal mask that I put on that will suck all the dirt and grime from my blackheads or my pores. Um, but of course that dries me out. So then I have a detox moisturizing mask that like replenishes all that moisture that I lose, or I have a cellulose mask. I mean, masks go on and on. There's so many different purposes. Skin type and what your skin needs. Find a mask that works best for you. My favorite thing to do is actually go to a beauty supply store or like a Sephora or an Ulta, kind of explain to them what I'm looking for. And sometimes if you get very lucky, they will give you a sample to take home with you and try it. And then you'll see how your uh, skin works. I find they work best. Wash your face at the end of the day, put the mask on, let it sit for whatever it says. I mean, most masks are about 20, 20, 25 minutes. Soak it, like rinse it off and then go to sleep. And then in the morning you might wake up with brand new skin.
0: So I do like masks. And I, I love. It. Yeah, um, I do a, a glacier mud mask that, mm-hmm. that I like. I don't do it consistently though. Um, however, if you're, uh, for those of you listening, if you want to rope your boyfriend into it or your husband or whatever, even though they'll be like, "No, I'm not doing that," a lot of guys don't mind doing it. I mean, Kevin does it. I'm, yeah, I've convinced but, that
1: charcoal mask. Oh my gosh, love yeah. it.
0: And and I. I really think my mom, because my mom was, she sold Mary Kay, like, well, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, so I was exposed to those products, and she was like, no, son, you, you got to wash your face, so put <laughs> <she, laughs> and my dad's just like, oh, my God, because like, I had five sisters, right, and I was mm-hmm. a boy, and he's like, oh, my one son is, like, getting into skincare, which I was like, no, because he's a man's man. But I've noticed more and more that guys will openly be like, no, that's so stupid. But then secretly behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. they'll totally wear a mask with their, with their uh, significant other. So.
1: Oh yeah. It's all about the luminosity.
0: All about the luminosity. All right. So where can they find these particular? You mentioned Sephora. Is that the place?
1: no, you can find them at a variety of places. So somewhere as simple as your local drugstore. Uh, again, when I wasn't caring about skincare, I would just grab any mask off the shelf. And again, it's pampering no matter what. So I will say no matter what your budget, you can find something to pamper your skin with. You'll want to check reviews of um, any masks you plan to use um, or just do like a patch test to make sure it's not going to make you break out or have an adverse reaction, whether allergy, et cetera. Um, some of my favorite masks are from companies like Mary Kay or Senegens that have ingredients that most... Most run-of-the-mill don't have but again it's all trial and error just like lashes it's finding what works best for you do the research um, and I will say you don't want to wait until too close to your pageant to do this for the first time you'll want to kind of work back several weeks prior to your pageant before starting anything new on your face
0: yeah and there's a bit of a psychological advantage to doing this too the more you take care of yourself the more beautiful you feel Mm -hmm. and the more that you're able to fall in love with yourself and Mm -hmm. if you're not taking time to take care of yourself you're in essence saying that you're not important or you don't have time. So with that, like you want to amper yourself, especially Mm -hmm. leading up to your pageant, because you want to give yourself that validation that regardless of if you walk red with the crown or not, like you feel beautiful and that like you love yourself. (laughs) So,
1: yeah, and when I was in like hardcore pageant prep and even now I'm a morning workouter, like I prefer to wake up and get my workout done for the day. And when I wake up and I look in the mirror and I'm not going to put makeup on at 4.30, um, cause I'm going to shower and get ready for work afterwards, I look in the mirror and if my skin like looks broken out or it looks uneven or, I like, I don't look forward to getting up in the morning and working out because I'm embarrassed. So when I'm taking more care of my skin, I'm more motivated. I am more ready to take on the day, whether I have time to do my makeup or I don't.
0: That's great. Okay. So what's the, what's the third makeup tip that you got for us?
1: Yeah. Achilles heel in my beauty routine. And are you dropping a hint over there? It's drinking water. Um, I mean, everyone says, like, in pageant prep, you should be drinking, like, a gallon of water a day, and, like, that's not an exaggeration. It, it helps so many different things. It helps feed your metabolism. It helps keep your muscles hydrated so they can be working throughout the day. I mean, your body is made up of 80% water, so you need to keep all of your skin cells, all of your muscles, everything in your body. I'm sure there's some people that know their anatomy way better than me listening and they're correcting everything I'm saying. But the gist, general gist is just drink water. It's better for you. It's better for your skin. It will make it look more radiant, more plump, I guess is the word. It. I mean, I'm going to say a bold statement. Does it help collagen promotion in your skin too? Ooh,
0: I am not sure about that one.
1: Someone correct us yeah, if yeah. that's
0: fine. You leave a comment below yeah. or like send us an email or something. Yeah, totally. I mean, water is attributed to basically everything positive. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, I mean, fat loss, um, like what you said, like it it makes your skin glow, even Mm -hmm. like reducing the likelihood of you getting sick, the more that your body's hydrated. So, I mean, have Mm -hmm. you ever seen those people that their skin just looks like they walk through a desert? (laughs) Oh, for sure. Leather yeah, leather skin, right, because you yeah. spend um, a lot of time out in the sun, um, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to say all the, the bad ones. So a lot of time out in the sun, drink a lot of alcohol, and drink a lot of uh, coffee, all mm-hmm. of which dehydrate you without putting in um, the necessary H2O back into your system. So mm-hmm. you're not, and makeup's not going to stick on as well, right? Um, and mm-hmm. then you will look older, which sure. is not good. <laughs> not good oh never never yeah. any good and that really compounds um after years uh, of mm-hmm. use so like for me I, i'm i'm somebody like, i'm a drinker i, I drink coffee I drink water and so it just if it's near me i'll just drink it so <laughs> i know in my myself i always have like a, a big glass of water so that i'm always just drinking and hydrating myself throughout the day
1: and i'm the total opposite so i will drink coffee or coffee in the morning decaf tea in the afternoon and then when i get home i'll either have more tea or i'll have a glass of wine and i am very lucky to find any water in the day but that's my own Like that's my habit, that's my taste. So what I try to do is I try to find ways in my day to force myself to drink water. So when I work out in the morning, I have a 20 ounce bottle that I make sure I have to finish the entire thing before I start my day at my desk. Or before dinner, I have to drink my entire glass during dinner. So if you are like me, and you are not a natural water drinker, find tips and tricks throughout the day, whether it's setting an alarm every 30 minutes to remind yourself to go to the water cooler, or just setting rules. You wanna finish two of these big bottles every day force yourself to find ways to drink water.
0: Absolutely, have a cup of water, and then a bottle of wine. That's totally, I mean, rewarding yourself.
1: I (laughs) I mean, it's pretty much the same. (laughs) Uh, But I will say, so I'm gonna cut to the next part, is like where to find water. Like when you're on the go, that's one of the hardest things if you're driving or traveling. One thing I never leave home without while I am traveling is a refillable water bottle because they're going to take your regular water bottle away from you in the security line. So then thing I just pack in my backpack and then as soon as I get through security, I find a like a fill a lot of airports now have filtered water stations. So I'll fill up my own bottle and then I take it with me. So it gives me no excuse. I am not a germaphobe. I know many people are more conscious about their sources of water. If you are, I know Brita and Bobble are two um, brands of water bottle that have filters built in. So if you are more nervous about that, that's something that you can always have your own water bottle on the go ready to get any type of water you can find, tap water, water fountain water, water cooler water, etc fill it right up in there and it will do the filtering for you.
0: Yeah, and worse comes worse, I even drink water out of the sink, um, <laughs> not like guzzling it right out of the sink. I have a cup that I pour the, <laughs> and then I drink it. And I've had friends be like, oh my gosh, that's so nasty. How in the world can you do that? And they told me all these like fun stats. And then that same friend will go out and have a burger and fries. I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, a greasy burger in like, fat-filled french fries, but you won't drink water out of the, the sink. So your, your body is um, totally fine to <laughs> digest it from the sink. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a pinch, right? So um, sure. All right, that's drinking water. Anything else you want to say regarding that?
1: I mean, I think, again, it's just a matter of making it happen. It's one of those things that will cost you nothing if you do it the smart way, if you invest in that for, that filterable water bottle, I guess, or you're just finding water coolers, et cetera, it doesn't cost you anything to drink
0: water. Yeah. Well, um, a, a a fan of ours, um, Isabel Martinez, she said that Aqua Alert is a great app that reminds you like how much water you drink. So you can make a game out of it too. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So what's your next favorite makeup tip?
1: Yeah, another one that I totally skipped this morning because it's early, and Saturday morning and I'm doing nothing but coaching clients after this, um, but it's Lip Liner. And there is a reason why Kylie Jenner lip kits are so successful right now. Something about a plump lip is just extremely attractive. Think about when Angelina Jolie hit the scene and how big of a conversation that was about how like voluptuous her lips were and how sexy it was and all of that stuff. And then she was Tomb Raider. And, I mean, she just embodied sex appeal because of her lips I mean of course I mean she's not bad anywhere else but you know I'm saying that's her signature um but like there's multiple functions to creating an outline that like prevents like I will say okay lip liner serves multiple purposes here the first is that it prevents your lipstick from bleeding into like the creases of your skin so instead of like it happens more with older people that have more crepey type skin, but anyway, no matter what age you are, you don't want your lipstick bleeding into like your little crevices all around. So, lip liner will be able to create a barrier for that from bleeding. So, that is the first thing that like a lip liner is great for. And the other, of course, is enhancing the overall shape and size of your lip.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know to to your point. Lips are um a really big trend. Uh, Renata, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, my wife, she owns Apple's Falls, so she does mm-hmm. fillers, she does lip injections, she does um, crow's feet and Botox and all that. Um, the amount of people that come in and get lips done from, from mm-hmm. all ages, is crazy. And we actually had our very first guy request it too, because his lips were uneven. Like the, the mm-hmm. top was thinner and the bottom was thicker. Mm-hmm. So we basically just wanted to even it out. So sure. yeah, that right there is, it's like lips and teeth. It's, it's kind of an area that people really <laughs> zoom in on when they first meet you.
1: Yeah, and I think people more so than they make eye contact, they look at your mouth when you talk, when you're talking with them. I can—I even catch myself doing it sometimes. So that's just how important like mouths and lips and teeth, like you said, are, are to your overall appearance.
0: Yeah, that's great. Is there a kind of brand that you would recommend for lip liner?
1: Oh, absolutely. So I will say first, like if you are new to lip liner and you're nervous about like the whole like coloring outside the lines type thing, just start with lining right on the border of where your lip meets your skin. That way you're staying completely true to your own lip shape. You're not creating a new shape because sometimes when you go rogue and you do go above the lip line, it can like
0: looks weird, too. Yeah, it can uh, yeah, it weird. You know,
1: I've, yeah. I've seen it. You've seen it. We've all seen it. So I will say, like, start safe. Just follow the exact outline of your lips as they are. And then as you get more confident or as you have a nights where you can get ready without going anywhere and just risk it, um, give it a try. But anyway, um, pretty much every brand of makeup has um, lines of lip liner that coordinates with existing colors or you can mix and match. Um, what I usually do is I prefer to use a shade darker than my actual lipstick, um, and I will color and not just the line. I will like kind of shade in it like the contour places of your lips, like the um, what's this called? This
0: has a name. Yeah, it's, almost, oh, it's the Cupid's way. bow. Is that the? Yeah, the Cupid's
1: it's bow? Bow. Yeah, the Cupid's bow. so i like, color in the Cupid's bow. I'll color in the corners, and that way it looks more like a more natural dimensional ombre than just a line with color in. So different differentiation. And that helps it, like, my lips pop a little bit more. Some choose they use the exact same color with their lip line, and that's okay, too. But um, it's important, like, not to use a lighter color because that doesn't make any sense. I have seen, like, nude colors, though, that help with the bleed purpose or, like, to highlight that Cupid's bow, uh, but not necessary. So I say same color, darker color is my safe bet.
0: Do you recommend that girls put on their lipstick first and then the lip liner or vice versa?
1: Oh, terrible idea. Um Because once your lipstick's on, it's just not going to adhere as well. So I say lip liner first, and then you'll put your lipstick on next. And you can use a brush. You can use the tube. You can use the pad of your finger. Again, I am so not a makeup artist. So makeup artists are listening and cringing. Like, I totally get it. I am just here for the masses. If you want to share some knowledge, please feel free to drop it.
0: Well, and we have a directory filled with makeup artists. So what you can do with um, the vast majority of the makeup artists in our directory <laughs> One is you just go through there, read the reviews, see whose images you can connect with most, contact them. And I, again, I don't have an actual percentage, but the vast majority offers makeup tutorials online. So you jump on a Skype session, just like this with the makeup artist, they walk you through how to do it. So, you know, you're not restricted by somebody isn't local to you and then Mm -hmm. they can teach you the exact tips and strategies. We just know that lip liner works. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I will say, a lot of those makeup artists too, they will, um, product is like, I feel like half the battle, if not more, like having great product, whether it's brushes or actual like pigmented makeup, they will often give you their product list that they would suggest so you can go before your, your lesson and have the exact same products that way you're kind of able to replicate as closely as possible.
0: Love that. And yeah, invest the additional money is to get a nicer brush right off the mm-hmm. bat. They last, I mean almost like three to five times as long mm-hmm. and you have a better user experience all the way through so it might cost you like ten dollars more in which in terms of brush if you're doing um i know renata bought a foundation brush it's 28 and she's like oh my gosh i cannot believe it was this expensive but then mm-hmm. after she brought it home she's like oh my gosh i cannot believe i didn't buy this sooner she's like all the yep. other ones were twelve, thirteen dollars and she said by just Spending an extra, you know, we spend $15 all the time going out to eat everybody does. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just invest that in a nice little brush and you have mm-hmm. years to come. So. Yeah,
1: Jacqueline Hills is one of my favorite beauty bloggers. Um, I like to watch her videos when I'm looking for specific tips or tricks. And I'm going to butcher the stat that she said, but it was something like if your s- skill level or your makeup quality doesn't change, but your brush quality changes, improves, it will dramatically change. Change the way your makeup looks just because it will be applied so much richer.
0: I think that's something along the lines of what she said, but it was a long time ago. And a nicer brush—we're um, kind of deviating from lip liner—but a nicer yeah. brush also causes you to lose less product because mm-hmm. you know, the, the, you know, it doesn't get absorbed into the brush. It actually, it's there then it's on your skin.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: cool. Anything else you want to say about uh, lip liner?
1: Yeah, I will say like you can get it pretty much anywhere. Like I mentioned, almost every cosmetic line will have them. When you are at the beauty supply store or the drugstore, go ahead and draw them on your hand and then see how they do through the rest of your shopping trip. Because you don't want one that's going to smudge significantly. So kind of like do the different brands on your hand, see how they kind of survive the next 10 minutes or so, and then kind of use that to make
0: your decision. Okay. What's tip number, the fourth tip?
1: That's five. five. We're on the
0: fifth. What's the fifth tip?
1: <laughs> the fifth tip is another one of those that has nothing to do with your makeup routine. It's just more an investment in your overall appearance and that's a good night's sleep. And like, how awesome is it like waking up without an alarm? Like it's one of my favorite things.
0: Yeah, no, that's, right. that's why I built Pageant Planet. I wanted a, a business where I did not have to wake up to alarm. Personally, yep. I don't feel anything with the word alarm should be a part of your daily routine. Like burglar alarm. Nope. Fire alarm. Don't want that. Right. (laughs) So alarm clock, I lumped it all in the same. And that's, that's my MO. Like I do not wake up to alarm clocks. Obviously if I have a really early flight, I'll do it, but that's not, I don't want to get jolted out of my sleep. And that has been like amazing for me.
1: I mean, I do love my Fitbit will vibrate Mm. my alarm, which I think is much more gentle. But anyway, like when I like this, seriously, I will say like this morning I woke up without an alarm and when I do that and I get a great night's sleep and I wake up naturally, my skin just feels and looks better because that's like my telltale sign of, okay, I've gotten enough rest where my body is ready to be awake. So like... Granted, you take off your makeup the night before you go to bed. That's very important too. Um, and your makeup will ju- your face will just wake up. You'll look more luminous. And again, that's long term. That won't be a one night fix. Okay. I'm going to get 10 hours of sleep tonight. My face is going to totally glow and all of my pores have will have disappeared if I do this. So, um, I can tell you like what kind of sleep is, is best. Is it the best? And like, I think we all can fall victim to this fairly often. Like couch sleeping, like falling asleep on the couch before like you're actually in bed and you wake up two hours later and you're groggy and you like shuffle up to bed. That happens to me all the time. Those hours, I don't count them as sleep hours because I just don't feel like whether I fall asleep on the couch at eight 30 or if I fall asleep in bed at 11, it's the same level of sleep in my opinion. Uh, And then the second is when you snooze like every 10 minutes in the morning. Like we've all been guilty of it. That's not great sleep. So just set the alarm for when you absolutely have to get up and make sure you get out of bed at that time.
0: Again, I got to credit my parents on this. I mean, they taught me never to hit the snooze button. And to mm-hmm. this day, like, when I do wake up to an alarm, I mean, Renata and I, sometimes because of our schedule, we'll only get three hours of sleep, and then we'll mm-hmm. have to go catch a plane, just depending on where we're booking or traveling, whatever. Yep. And I'll set the alarm, it buzzes, and, and I get up. And <laughs> so it, it, that has been, um, it, I did read a statistic, this has been years ago. But people that hit, do not hit the um, the snooze button li- live less stressful lives. And if you think about it, you're only getting jolted out of sleep once versus four or five times, mm-hmm. even you're fumbling for it and hitting it. So I also heard it said this, and I can attest that um, there's two things that you should spend money on, like really invest. One is shoes because you're on your foot, like on your feet all day long, mm-hmm. and the other is a bed because you spend more time there than any place yeah and i had back challenges for about a year and a half I switched up my mattress and when i did that we invested in a sleep number bed and that has really helped my sleep quality we got these sleeps <laughs> fleece sheets and boy like end of the day we're like jumping in like oh let's go to bed it's so <laughs> great and the fleece <laughs> sheets are like if you've ever had those fuzzy blankets mm-hmm. that you buy at a tj maxx or something like that that are like super soft that's what these sleep sheets are like, and it's sleeping in it, like on the bottom, top, and oh my god, it's magical. And, <laughs> we, <laughs> and whoa, yeah, what? they are not paying <laughs> me to say this, but um, it, it really is. It, so, and you can adjust the quality, and it comes with an app, so you can see when you're you're waking up in the middle of the night how sleep it when deep sleep when you pop out of um out of REM sleep. So it's it's really cool. It's intuitive and. That has done wonders for my life, which just really good quality sleep. One
1: of the biggest area problem areas for people's skin is the under eye area. And that is when we are missing sleep. That's one of the areas that's most affected. I mean, bags under the eyes, we hear about it all the time. So, uh, And under eye is a very sensitive place when you're applying your makeup. Um, it's one of the thinnest areas of skin on your entire body. Um, so it's so important that if you're getting that night's sleep, that's when that – I find for me that's when when I wake up and I've had a great night's sleep, my under eyes are less affected.
0: Yeah. What about TV in the bedroom? Do you have a TV in your bedroom?
1: Oh yes, and I hate it. Uh, I always find myself falling asleep to it, which is a tear. Like when you listen to like sleep therapists, that's one of like the biggest no goes because the light and the sound and the stimulation, even when you are asleep, totally interrupts your cycle. So like. Sleeping in a dark room with no distractions is the best sleep.
0: Yeah, we don't have a TV in our our bedroom. I just I wasn't really raised with TV, so it's not Mm -hmm. wasn't part of my culture growing up. Um, But we do have a noise machine, which also helps because it blocks Mm. out um, random noises that might wake up the dog and Mm then barks and then startles us. So, and and we also take that noise machine with us um, wherever we travel, so it creates that consistent like. noise Mm -hmm. machine's on, your body's like, okay, it's time to go to sleep. And like when you're in a hotel, sometimes people are walking down the hallway and they're talking loud for whatever the reason and it startles you, it wakes you up. So the noise machine's very effective for us by creating a, a consistent sleep routine.
1: Mm-hmm. I think across the board for all five of these makeup tips, it's more about finding which of these works best for you. Whether it's a different brand, a different style, a different application process, it's it's a mix of your how these practices best fit into your routines, so that you can make them habits. Because if it's totally out of character for you to take your makeup off before you go to bed and get a great night's sleep. Like you're not going to get 10 hours of sleep all of a sudden. It's going to be, okay, can I get an extra half an hour tonight? Can I get an extra hour starting next week? Or can I start my getting ready for bed process earlier? So whatever within these five tips, um, finding the right lashes, finding the right masks, et cetera, it's all trial and error for what works best for you in the long run. But I can promise you that these, like if you start to implement them now in the long run, like your skin care, your skin health will improve um, and it'll make a huge difference in your overall appearance
0: great so jesse from your perspective uh, if somebody wants to work with you to help like you train them for their pageant where would they go to do that
1: so they can visit pageantplanet.com backslash coaching and again i'm not a makeup artist but like steven said we do have a directory full of experts in all categories of pageant prep so at the very least we can certainly be your concierge for all of that
0: yeah absolutely thanks jesse Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.